Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Shankly Sessions, the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the upper tier channel out there on YouTube. If you could smash that subscribe and bell notification button and show all the love as we bring you this content throughout the off-season and the transfer window. A little bit of a catch-up show here on Liverpool. Thought we'd start and catch up on a few things that have been happening during the week and get your thoughts on them. Some things that have been coming out in the press and stuff like that. Um that I feel is very concerning, but certainly is dividing the fan base at the moment in terms of the transfer window and stuff like that. But we'll get into that later. First of all, let's talk about this man. Absolute legend. Sadio Mane is about to depart Liverpool for Bayern Munich. The fee is somewhere in the region of 35 million plus add-ons, which I think is an absolute steal for Bayern Munich. They are getting an exceptional player. And then... Um, it's an emotional one, this one. I mean, if you look at that graphic there, if there was ever a graphic that tells a thousand stories, I mean, this man has scored unbelievable goals, always with a smile on his face, an absolute brilliant player. And I'm sure more information will come out once this uh, once this deal is completed and he has moved to Bayern Munich. There's clearly something that the man is not happy with. Um, and I don't really believe it's just about the offer or the money. I think... Um, Somewhere along the line, there's a lot of talk out there that the fan base disrespected him. I, I don't think the fan base disrespected him. I think he was beloved by the fan base. There's no doubt about that. I think at times the fan base was critical of his performances. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's okay for us to be critical of a player's performance if he's not performing to the level that we expect or the level that he should expect. Um, But he certainly he won everything was Liverpool. He was a catalyst for the success, a catalyst for Klopp's success at the, at the club absolutely brilliant player we wish him the absolute best at Bayern Munich of course unless they come up against us in the Champions League then we will be Liverpool all the way um, I hope his move works out better than previous moves that have happened in terms of if you think of Philip Coutinho and stuff like that and you think of the, the worst one I suppose Genie Wijnaldum uh, voted the other day the worst player in the French League last season uh, when you think about the drop-off from where he was at Liverpool, an absolute legend. Um, so we hope that the move goes well. We're really sad to see him go. And it, it really hit home with me the other day. I, I was looking at a graphic that was put up the other day. I can't remember who put it up. But it was our five front men. And it was Luis Diaz, Firmino, Jota, Salah, Nunes. Um, and I was just... Um, I, I was looking at it and I was going... It's going to take a lot of time to uh, kind of accept and get used to the fact that Mane isn't in that graphic because he's been such a huge part of that formidable tree and has created such amazing moments for us as Liverpool fans. So all we can do is wish him well. Um, I'm sure more information will come out. I'm sure he has felt disrespected by the club in the way his contract was handled compared to Salas, and we accept that. You know, we can't we can't deny that that's the case. Um, a lot of the focus was on was on Mo Salas contract, but we do wish him well. He's an absolute legend at the club. He'll always be welcome back. Um, and somehow you get the feeling maybe this not might not be the end of the story for Sadio Mane at Liverpool. Let, let's see what happens in the in the future and stuff like that. Um, no doubt we'll welcome him back in uh, in years to come. Um, and and as always happens with these things, you know, it wouldn't surprise us all this year if we come up against Bayern Munich at some stage in our European journey. Um, so yeah, absolutely interesting. 
Um, let's bring up another graphic here. Let's talk about this boy. I have to say, Calvin Ramsey, welcome to Liverpool. Absolutely fabulous son. Imagine being this young kid playing up in Aberdeen, absolute fantastic footballer, and Liverpool come knocking for you. How much you feel the opportunity to come down south to Liverpool, play with Jurgen Klopp and some of the best people around in football to progress your career. Absolutely wish him all the best in his journey. Absolutely fabulous signing. Uh, got him in the end. I think it was uh, 6.5 million plus add-ons. I know there was a lot of talk the other day. Aberdeen were holding out for 8 and 9 and 10 and all and stuff like that. But it's 6.5 million plus add-ons. Seems to be a really good bit of business. Klopp, as we know, has a great eye for players. And we wish him all the best in his Liverpool career as we watch him and as he develops. Getting on to signings. I think a, a discussion has to be had about signings at the moment at Liverpool. Uh, Paul Joyce and Dave Maddox the other day reporting and tweeting that uh, Liverpool's summer business is finished. And this has divided the fan base somewhat in so far as, look, there's no argument. We know we need a midfielder. We know that when you look at our bench, there's talk at the moment that Ox might be leaving. There's talk at the moment that Tacky might be leaving. You know, but when you look at our midfield and you think about how that midfield operates, and you think about the, the sum of the parts that are in here, there, and you think about the matches, where we dropped points this year and where we drew matches and stuff like that, you think of the Brentford game, you think of the Brighton game, you think of the West Ham game, you think of the games against Chelsea and stuff like that. Clearly that midfield needed refreshing and needed shaking up, and we were heavily in for too many until things went a little bit south in the cha uh, in the Champions League. And also Real Madrid suddenly lost out on the Mbappe deal and had funds available and brought in Chiu many who would have been an absolute fabulous signing for us. But we were in for a midfielder, uh, which means we identified that we needed a midfielder. Now, if you think about going into our midfield next season, we're going in with Henderson, we're going in with... Um, you know, a combination of sort of Fabinho's always the one that's in there. He's the he's the statesman. He's the steady man that's in there. Then you have either Thiago, Keita, or Henderson, and everyone else is kind of on the periphery. Curtis Jones comes in, does kind of a different job. Milner will come in and do kind of a different job. Ox will come in and probably do no job, um, which is what happens. So we really need to look at that. Um, and we do need a midfielder, there's no doubt about it, because we know Thiago at times, when he comes out of the team in terms of creativity that we struggle, he can get injured. We know that Keita, although he had a good run last season and stuff like that in terms of injury and stuff like that, we know that at times he just doesn't show up in games and he's poor. Um, and that midfield has to battle with Man City, and I know fans will come on and go, well, we only missed out by a point. But the reality is, I mean, the, the conversation now is, oh, but that Luis Diaz, that £40 million signing that happened in January, that was only triggered because of Spurs, and he's part of actually the summer spend and stuff like that. I don't let FSG off at that playing that kind of card. That's not acceptable, not by any stretch of the imagination. So, But we'll include him for the purposes of this conversation anyway. So you're looking at somewhere in the region of probably about £120 million give or take, in terms of spend this summer so far. We know the boy Fabio Carvalho has come in from Fulham, absolutely sensational player, should have a huge career at Liverpool. But again, you feel with some of these players, some of these players are being brought in, you know, for the future and stuff like that. So we have to look at that as well. Um, 
but Darwin Nunes has come in. Obviously, he's been the big signing and stuff like that. But we do need to make a big signing midfielder. And I know the talk at the moment is we may trash out a deal with Jude Bellingham to come in next summer. But this, like, why always next summer, you know, to, to, to pardon the pun? We can't keep on thinking the next summer. We can't keep on writing off seasons and thinking, oh, yeah, next year, next year, next year. We're loaded to the gazelles with cash. We need to stop talking like we're a poor club. We're not a poor club. We've plenty of money. We had a £150 million windfall. We have the Nike deal. We have the sale of Mane. We have all the bonuses from our journey this year. The two domestic cups that we won. Our finishing position in the Premier League. Getting to the Champions League final. And all the other branding and money that goes with that. So we should be laying down the money. We should be laying down a marker. And we should be going for it. If you look at our neighbours, that's our nearest rivals now, Man City. They're the people that we're up against. You know, they're they're the benchmark whether we like it or not. That's who we have to go up against. Bringing in Haaland, bringing in Julian Alvarez, bringing in Cucurella, potentially bringing in Calvin Phillips. And they still won't be finished. They will keep on going as soon as players move out. If Sterling moves out, if Jesus moves out, if Zinchenko moves out, they will keep on buying more and more and refreshing that situation. So we have to at least keep up with them in terms of our progress and how we how we refresh our squad and stuff like that. The time for romance is long gone at this stage. Sometimes we have to be ruthless within this squad and we have to be absolutely honest about it. And yeah, look, people are going to come on here and they're going to go, oh, you have to trust Klopp and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you something here right now. Klopp didn't re-sign for an extended two years to be told, yeah, we'll get you Darwin Nunes this year and next year we'll get you Jude Bellingham. That's not the way it works. He has a, a situation where he knows what he needs. He knows that our midfield at times this year fell absolutely short. And if we're going to be fighting on all fronts, and if we're going to take it to Man City this year, and if we're going to take it to the Champions League again this year, that midfield needs refreshing. And it needs a new signing in there, a creative midfielder. You look at Eve Basuma going to Spurs for 25 million. Absolute steal. We were linked with him last summer, heavily linked with him last summer, not in from. You look at Ericsson, who's there, who could be a really good option for us. Um, he's available on a free. I'm sure there'll be a bit of signing on, stuff like that. I'm sure if we wanted, we could convince him to come to Liverpool and take a risk on that. But there's other options out there. You know what I mean? We don't always have to keep on waiting and waiting and waiting. By the time next year comes around, Jordan Henderson will be a year older. James Milner will be a year older. Salah probably is going to depart the, the, the club. So what are we going to do next year? We're going to turn around and go, oh no, we need a replacement for Mo Salah now. So we'll have to hold off on the midfielder. Or we spent all our money on the midfielder. So we'll have to wait till the following year to replace Mo Salah. This is unacceptable. And the fan base shouldn't be accepting this. We should be laying down the money. We should be setting the benchmark for what we want to do this summer and stuff like that. And we should be you know, refreshing that squad where we can, as much as we can, to put a real good push this year, to try and get over that kind of situation where we just missed out this year. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether it was a point or whether it was 10 points. At the end of the day, where we dropped those points, you can see, I was at the Brighton game at Anfield. Our midfield was shocking, shocking. How we let Brighton back into that game. Ox was terrible. Firmino on the day was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And look, it just needs to be resolved. Get a midfielder in. Don't be putting this narrative out that we're finished in the market. Because quite frankly, if we are finished in the market, where I'm really happy with Luis Diaz coming in, but that was Christmas. This is the summer. 
We're getting ready for a new season. We can't be turning around going, oh yeah, but we brought this guy in at Christmas. Yes, we brought this guy in at Christmas. But that just doesn't count, you know. That just doesn't wash with us, you know. Mane potentially leaving. Ox potentially leaving. Taki potentially leaving. You know, Origi gone. You know what I mean? And some people will say, oh yeah, but they don't really play. Yeah, but they're available if needed. And I keep on saying this now, you have to have a really good squad if you want to compete in all fronts. And that's where we fell short this year. Let's be honest. Um, Where else do we go? Pre-season uh, fixtures have been confirmed. The Reds are travelling to Germany to play Leipzig on Thursday, July the 21st. The Red Bull Arena kickoff 6-15. I think tickets are going on sale next week as far as I know. Um, and they've also confirmed as well that they're going to be playing the French side Strasbourg at Anfield on Sunday, July the 31st, which I think at 7.30, I think that is the game. That is the day, I think, after the Charity Shield, because the Charity Shield, I think, is the 30th of July. So it'll be interesting to see um, what team he puts out for that uh, that Strasbourg game. be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, but they're the two pre-season fixtures that have been confirmed. So if you're looking for tickets, get on to Liverpool's website. All the detail is there. As far as I know, the tickets are all going on sale next week. Um, I took a little look at um the fixtures, our first 10 fixtures. Um, and it's an interesting dynamic. And this is where this comes back to the um the transfer window and all that kind of stuff as well, where I had a look at it. And what it, what it means is, if you look at our first 10 fixtures, and I'll bring them up here now. Um, our first 10 fixtures, Fulham away, Crystal Palace at home, Man United away, Bournemouth at home, Newcastle. Um, Newcastle at home, Everton away, Wolves at home, Chelsea away, Brighton home, and Arsenal away. Um, I went down on a, I did a kind of a predictor here where I looked at the points and stuff like that. And again, this is not from an arrogance point of view. This is just my feeling on how these results will go, the first 10 games. Um, and what I did was I looked in our first 10 games, I think we could have massed 28 points. And the only place I think we're going to drop points is maybe a draw against Chelsea away at the bridge. Um Everywhere else, I think we should pick up maximum points. Now, I preface that by saying I looked at cities as well, and cities is coming out around the 30 mark. I don't see City dropping any points in their first 10 games. I mean, their first game is, yeah, West Ham. I don't see them coming out cold for that. They could potentially, but I don't see it. And then the only other big one after that then is the Tottenham game, and I can't see... I don't think Tottenham, as good as Mills they're making, they could drop points there, but if they do, then we'd be level on points after 10 games. So that's just a little prediction thing where I looked at our first 10 games in the league, giving us about 28 points, um, with only dropping points at Chelsea away at the bridge. Um, so that's just a quick little update, folks, um, in terms of Liverpool and where we're at and stuff like that. But definitely very concerning this week to hear that we're finished in the market already and that we're not going in for a midfielder. We're going to wait till next summer. Um, not the news that Liverpool fans wanted. Um, and very, very concerning in terms of keeping up with Man City and the likes of the top teams in Europe. Until next time, if you want to contact the show on Twitter, at Session Shankly, this is the Shankly Sessions podcast. Uh, the Liverpool podcast we bring you every week on the upper tier. If you want to contact the upper tier, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. 
It's on Gmail as well, the Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com and audio version show, Spotify, Google Podcast and Amazon Music. We will be back real soon with another update. Cheers, folks. <laughs>